0: You may be seated, except for you, Sith. You've got to stand and testify. Give us a word. Great. Welcome to Oregon, God's country. Amen. <laughs> living with Michael for 10 months, i will leave you speechless, I can tell you that right now, so, yeah, I understand that, amen, <laughs> it doesn't make my wife nice she's got lots of things she likes to tell me, right, huh? that's right, let's all stand, <laughs> I'm getting to get your exercise, because tomorrow you're going to be eating turkey and stuff, so, but anyway, again, we welcome them, Brother Saron, why don't you come take your time and liberty and, and It's, you know, you got 15 minutes do all you want to in that. Amen. (laughs) But we're so glad it's a homegrown boy here. Amen. Full grown boy here. Amen. Here from Palace of Praise. I'm so glad that he's still living for God and in the ministry and doing what God wants him to do. And I'm very proud of him. Come, Brother Serrano.
1: Welcome to Palace of Praise. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you all, you may be seated, hallelujah, I'll try to keep my accent down a little bit. (laughs) Y'all, it's good to be with (laughs) y'all, oh my, 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 it's good to be in the house of the Lord on a Wednesday night, amen, and uh, I know I stand between you and Thanksgiving, so (laughs) it might take me four minutes to get through this. I only got 10 pages of notes, but, so, I wrote really big. <laughs> I'm not like those high-tech guys who bring their iPads, so, I still do old-fashioned. <laughs> My wife had not let me buy one yet, buy one. <laughs> Just joking. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's, it's funny when you prepare, thoughts are coming, and you're praying, and you're trying to distinguish what to say and what not to say, and and uh, man, I, I was really blessed Sunday uh, Sunday night with uh, Brother Lucas and Brother Devin preaching the word, and that was phenomenal. Amen. Amen. That is phenomenal. I was busting at the seams, not because of them preaching, because of my food, but <laughs> just joking. No, it was because of their preaching and they did a phenomenal job and and um, they were writing with the Holy Ghost and and uh, made me, pre- when I'm about to preach, a lot easier to preach. So, <laughs> um, I told Lucas just to be on the back, he have a sermon lined up just in case I fail, so just have him lined up for me so my tag team partner so hallelujah I do feel the Holy Ghost and um, I do feel the Holy Ghost and I just believe God wants to do something awesome tonight oh I feel the Holy Ghost so strong I don't know what you come in with or what you battle in but God is here that's my assurance. Whenever things going wrong, God loves me. God knows where I'm at. God knows where you're at. Amen. It doesn't matter if you're in Mississippi or if you're here. God knows exactly what's going on in your life. He knows how much you can handle. He knows what you're going through. He knows the past. He knows the present. And he knows the future. That gives me an assurance. When God said to go to the other side, he gave him a command to go to the other side. That means if he gave the command to go to the other side, that he's going to make a way. The storms. You know what's interesting with Peter is that he already saw the wind. He already heard the wind. The the Bible says there was a wind, boisterous wind blowing, and there was a storm already happening. And when he saw Jesus, he asked him to come out, and he says, come. He walked on a word called come. The interesting part of the story is that when he was getting to Jesus, the winds caught his attention again. And that's what caused him to start sinking. Even though the winds have been there the whole time. Have you ever noticed that in the scriptures? There is storms no matter if you're in the church or outside the church. But I'd rather be with Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. He's my assurance. Hallelujah. I I, want to preach this the way I feel like preaching it, and, and hopefully I can get through it before you guys are done. But did anybody come for a miracle? Did anybody come with a need? with a situation in their life and things are going on in your life and you need Jesus to show up. Amen. I, 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 I just have faith that God can do something. I, I see God's working all around. I know God's here. I feel him already. It's just some, it just takes somebody to step out in faith, believe it and say, hey, I'm ready for a miracle. I'm ready to receive the Holy Ghost. I'm ready for renewing the Holy Ghost. I'm tired of that junk back over there happening. I need something from Jesus. And guess what? When you step out, God's gonna meet you. Is there anybody that has faith and says, hey, I'm ready, I'm primed, I'm ready to go. I don't even have to preach my message. The Holy Ghost is already here and he's already to do something. All it takes is somebody to step up and say, I'm ready to receive something. God's been waiting all day long for this service. He's been waiting for somebody to come in and say, Who's going to get the touch? Who's going to get a miracle? Who's going to walk out with no back pain? Come on. I can preach a pretty sermon. I got all my notes right here. But we can interrupt that and let God have its way. I'll tell you what, just a couple months ago, I was preaching in a church, in a service, and I thank God for our service. Here in the Palace of Praise, hear the beautiful music, the beautiful singing. And well, me and my wife we were trying to be full-time evangelists and uh, venturing out on faith and quit my job and and uh, we went and preached for this in this in a city between the north and the south and the west and the east. And uh, we got there at nine fifteen and got in there and the doors were open, so we were praying and and we kept praying and nine forty-five rolled around and one person walked in and she was a Sunday school teacher and she walked to her classroom and we kept praying and 9.55 rolled around and then everyone comes in and I was like, wow, even the pastor walked in at 9.55 and uh, he sat there on the platform, calls me up and says, hey, we're ready to have church now, 9.55 and service starts at 10. So the song leader gets up or actually he was on the drums singing and singing. And uh, we say, what are you going to sing? He goes, I don't know. Whatever comes to my mind. So he starts out, I'll fly away. And that's a good song. I can work with that, you know. Well, you know we're going to go to heaven, and, and hallelujah, I can work with that. And then he started singing, uh, let me tell you who Jesus is. And then he started singing another song, and it's just jumping back and forth. And I was like, okay, Lord, uh, what I feel in my spirit is not lining up with the songs. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, Lord, I don't know how this is going to play out. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, looking at my wife and she's looking at me and we're feeling things and I don't know what's going on. So uh, <laughs> so he finally sings a good song. and Not that it's not a bad song, but he started singing another song and kind of put us in the right spirit at that time. Everything's starting to line up now. And when I got up, the Holy Ghost started falling. We had a long altar call, an hour-long altar call. People were prayed for, miracles were... Being or happening in the service, and and then uh, as I was trying to close, and they were just pulling it out of me. Just and I started preaching, and and uh, I was trying to close, and they just kept. They just like they're so hungry for word, and they're so hungry because uh, the pastor he has heart problems, and he had a heart transplant, and and he's he, he's not able to preach like he wants to preach, and just physically he's he's an older man, and. Um, but just laboring, and he was just, even the walk from there to there, he was just heavily breathing, and so he's in a, and he's in a bad place, and it's physically, and he wants to preach, but he just can't do it physically. So the church is just hungry for the word, and hungry for the word, and hungry for the word, and so they're just pulling it out of me. But when they came, they came Ready? And I even got to the point. Where I said, Pastor, I talked to my, pa- I talked to him. I said, I'm in submission to you. Whatever, you know, I'll run everything through you. And I did. And I said, You mind if I call prayer meeting at 30 minutes before the service? So we called prayer meeting before the service. Uh, so people started showing up 30 minutes before service. And now they told me the other day that, that now that's a part of their regular routine. Now they're they're showing up 30 minutes before service and uh, getting in sp- in tune with the spirit that's nothing for me but that's something that, that the church needs to do we get in the spirit and the, get the mindset of God What what's going to happen in the service I'm going to plug in I didn't come just to come uh, but I come to receive something but I didn't just come to receive but I come to be an instrument that God can use for the glory of God Amen, Amen, Amen there's a big difference if you're coming just to receive are you coming to be a part of what God wants to do getting the mindset of the Holy Ghost and saying, okay, Lord, what do you want to do? Who needs to be ministered in the Spirit? You don't know what's walking into that pew. Man, one day we were doing prayer. I'm sorry, is this okay? Uh, We were doing prayer teams, and we have three prayer teams. So we have one here and one in the middle and one over here, and we have prayer teams every Sunday night. And so me and my wife were prayer teams that Sunday night, and we had seven people come and know what they were praying for. Every single one of them said, pray over my mind. Pray over my mind. Right, honey? Every single one of them. And we had 10 to 15 people we were praying over. And I was starting to pray with other people, and the Lord was just laying on my spirit. Pray over their mind. Pray over their mind. Because they're wrestling in their mind. If you don't get victory right here in your mind, you're not going to win it, my friend. People are losing it right here in their minds. They're they're sitting in the service and said, man, if I, man, in their mind, they're wrestling with things. I got guilt in my mind. I got shame. How could I worship? And I did this. I said that. And the Holy Ghost is moving in the service. We just need people to step out and say, know, the condemnation is of the devil. Conviction is of God. Step out and say, there's a mercy and there's grace and the presence of the Almighty God. God is able to do things in your life. Uh, you're not too old, you're not too young uh, that God can't move in your life. Oh, you got to believe it. And it got to lead to action. God, all God's waiting for is people to respond. Let me. I'm going to read something to you real quick. I think I have it on my text message. It, it, it's a beautiful thing that the man, man of God said the other day and it was awesome. He said this. He said, uh, We're not, he says, what we need to know is that breakthrough is not something we sit around and wait on God for. Breakthrough is God waiting on us to respond in obedience to what he commanded and already promised. Breakthrough is here. All we got to do is be obedient and start responding to preaching and say, okay, I'm going to mix that with faith and something's going to happen. Amen. Right now, somebody can walk down to this altar and receive their miracle right now. Are you going to have faith enough to step out of where you're at and get your miracle? It's up to you. Like I told my daughter the other day, I can brush my teeth 24/7, but it's not going to help you at all. It might make you feel better around me, but it's not going to help your gums at all or your teeth. I can put on and all the deodorant I want to. I can body spray myself, but it's not going to affect your body odor. There's some things you just got to do for yourself. You got to get desperate enough in your own spirit and say, "Okay, God, <laughs> I've had enough of this junk. We're talking about breakthrough and getting deeper into things of God and God's saying it's all on you folks. you got to step out. If you want to see revival, go ahead, they're hungry already. You don't need to pray for revival. You need to pray for people to step up and believe and step out. The Bible said that the harvest is ready. But he said pray for the laborers. The harvest they're hungry folks they're out there right now uh, thinking about suicide me and my wife were talking about the other day about millionaires and all these famous celebrities and why do they commit suicide they got millions and millions and millions of dollars too much money they can't even spend it all even billions of dollars maybe and they still commit suicide why because there's still there's something missing. There's this emptiness in their spirit, and there's something there's in. The, uh, and it's like almost like a mirage. You when you're driving, and you see the water way down there, and so you drive, and you think you got to where the where that water is, and, and guess what? It's, now it's further down the road, and so you go a little. So they say, okay, one more million dollars, and then I'll be happy. And so they get to that one million dollars, and guess what? It's I, I thought it was here. Oh, it's there. Uh, I guess i got to make another million dollars. Uh, and so they go over to where they thought the money was, uh, and they get another million dollars, and look around and say, uh, "It's... Well, uh, I thought it was here, but oh, look, it's still over there. And so they're still looking for something. They're still grabbing for something. And we know what it is. It's for God. It's God. There's an emptiness in their spirit, and it's a God void. And here we are. We got it. We got what it takes. Hmm. Colossians chapter 2. This breakthrough, my title for this comes out of Colossians chapter 2. Uh, uh, it comes out of verse 7, but we're going to read verse 6 and 7. I'm going to read it very fast so you don't have to stand. As ye have therefore received Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Rooted and built up in him, and established, not established, but established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. So the Lord's been dealing with me this with this scripture for about a couple of weeks now. Even me and my wife have talked about and said, man, we just, I don't feel like we are where we need to be. We need to have a deeper commitment. There's no, something we got to do. There, we, I know God has awesome things in line for us. And it's not that they're not out there, it's us. If it's not working, then you got, it's not God on the, the fault was not with God. <laughs> we got to check at times and hey. Okay? If uh, if it's not God, then it must be something else. And a lot of times, it's hard to look at yourself. You know, we hear these things at times that people say all the time. It says, "Man, I want more of God." You hear that a lot, don't we? Yeah. I want more of God, and that's an awesome thing to say. But the reality of it is that you have a lot of God in you, but we got this other thing called flesh, and we got too much flesh. And Paul hit it on the head when he said, I must decrease in order for him to increase. The problem ain't more of God. The the thing is, really, it's less of me. When there's less of me, then there's room for more of God. I I know that's a revelation. To me, it is. (laughs) Oh, okay, the light clicks on. I need less of me. But guess what? This flesh is strong. Soon as we start making commitments, it just seems like okay. I'm going to fast every Wednesday, and guess what, man? My my, my sister's birthday is on a Wednesday now, and so we got to go eat. Next, the following week on Wednesday, then my best friend uh, has a birthday, and so I have to go to his birthday party. And the next Wednesday, uh, the pastor's birthday party, and so we have to attend because we're on his ministerial staff, and we got to eat on there. And and then there's something else that happens, but we just made a commitment. And it seems like every time we make a commitment and say, God, I'm going to read my Bible every morning. And then we, the alarm clock somehow stops working. And I don't sleep. I wake up and I'm late for work. And so I'm running out. And, and I, but I was going to read my Bible for 30 minutes. Next thing I know, I wake up and I'm grumpy. I'm fighting with the wife. Don't want to read the word. It says, it says love your wife. Ah! Don't want to read that. Put it aside. Slam the car. Kick the cat. Look outside. Next week, after that, you know, the kids are up, throwing up, and you're tired. The next week, after that, or the next day, something else happens. You get a phone call. Somebody's in the hospital, and so you're up there all night praying with them, and you come home, you're too tired to read the Word. It just seems like every time you make a commitment, something just happens to bombard you on that specific whatever you're asking for. What is it? What is it? Why? Why? Because the devil listens to what you say too. He knows if you start getting committed and sold out to God, uh, there's going to be some havoc going on. When the church starts being the church, uh, the world's going to be like, "Whoa, what's going on there?" (laughs) They were been passive before. uh, They've been easy to get along with now, but now uh, they're starting to pray and they're starting to get the will of God and uh, and I, I'm starting to feel conviction. <laughs> oh, what's going on in that church over in the Palace of Praise? Uh, what's happening over there? And uh, I, a couple months, or actually about 11 months ago, I was uh, looking at pictures of the Palace of Praise on Google Earth, and and man, I just started weeping and started interceding in the Holy Ghost, and and I ended up telling my wife about it and just the burden that I have for this church, and and uh, this has been about eleven months ago now, but and just seeing things, the potential in this church. Even I talked to my wife. Was it yesterday? and said, driving by the church, man, this is a beautiful church, and there's so many things that can happen. And my wife is very literal, and so she says, yes, that is true, there is going to be a lot of great things can happen, but they need people to do it. There's so many ministries that can happen, but the problem is we can't, one person can't do them all. We need people to step up to the plate and say, I want to be used of God. Instead of talking bad about the man of God, say, man of God, uh, what can I do to help them load here? Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost there. Instead of bashing him, saying, hey, I'm encouraging you. What can I do to help you? Amen. We need more people lifting up the hands of the man of God than tearing them down. It's easy to throw stones. It's easy to condemn things, but until it happens, oh, I'm going to watch until it takes off. If it takes off, then I'm going to jump on board. That's so many people I don't know about that. That's kind of out of my comfort zone. <laughs> Going door knocking, witnessing, teaching Bible studies, a little out of my comfort zone. <laughs> but then when revi- and then revival starts kicking out, I'm like, oh, I want to get involved now. <laughs> Woo! Sign me up, Pastor. <laughs> I'll take four of your Bible studies and I'll take them over to me. Thank you. <laughs> like we're doing him a service. Revival's ready. There's souls that are hungry. We just need the leading of the Holy Ghost. One of the things that in my notes was this. Page three, I think. It seems as soon as you make a commitment, all these things start pump, pumping, starting to come upon us, popping up, examples, reading your Bible. I have so much stuff to pray about. You know, oh, there was an old man of God that said this. I, he says, I have so much stuff to do today. I have to pray about three hours to get it all done. That's pretty wise. As I get older and I'm starting to realize that all these things are happening in my life. And uh, one time, a big situation happened and I text Brother Sparks and said, hey, call me. And uh, I'm still waiting for that call. And uh, so I told my wife, I told my wife, I guess we're just going to have to pray about it. (laughs) So we started praying about it. So I went to prayer, trying to get the voice of God, trying to hear the voice of God in this situation that we're dealing with. Because we got to learn how to pray. To able to negotiate and go through life. Don't don't stop there. Step here. Don't go there. Don't go here. How can we do that? By the leading of the Holy Ghost. And the only way you can start hearing the voice of God is start spending time with God. The way I get to know my wife is by spending time with my wife and talking with my wife, hearing her side of the story about things. And then I get to know her. When she makes that noise, I know what it means because I spent time with her. When I hear the hands on the hips, I know I better get out of the house. I'm just joking. (laughs) No, but I get to spend time with her. I learn her. I know when she has that look on her face, something's going on. How do I know that? Because I'm spending time with her. I'm listening to her. It's the same thing with God. I want a time I'm in service and over between here and the North and the South Pole. We're in a service, and man, they were juking and jiving. Woo! You know, and I'm just like, what is happening? I must be at the most worst sinner in the world because I can't feel God. And I'm sitting there looking at my friend. What, I don't know, man. I'm, just gonna try, I'm trying to plug in. I can't plug in. And I felt like the most sinner. Man, people are juking and jiving. They're jumping off the ceiling and they're doing all sorts of things. The man in the service, in charge of the service, got up and said, This spirit that we're of right now is not of God. We need to repent. It's a spirit of entertainment. It's not of God. And right then I knew what I felt was wrong. But everything else seemed to be right. How does he know that? Because it's listening to the voice of God, learning the presence of the Almighty God. It's about spending time with God, learning his voice, The man of God in our church is a very, he he prays a lot. And it's scary at times because he'll come up to you and he'll just do this. And God's showing him things. And so the other day he came up and he started massaging my shoulders and, and I'm slinking down. And he's rubbing my shoulders and I'm like, oh Lord, do we need to go to the office for a little while? But the way he got it was not because of his last name or because of who he was affiliated with. Yeah, he came from POA. Big whoop. That same God that's in POA is the same God here. It doesn't matter the numbers. I can preach a whole sermon on that. It's not about the numbers. It's about getting in tune with God. Hmm. Yeah, Kotoriye, Hongkonde, yea, yea, yamasataya, Hokodoriye, yamahaya, Kiotoriye, yamasi, Yondo, yea, yamakatariye, yamasi, Hokondoriye. Somebody lift up their hands, just entertain the presence of the Almighty God. Oh, yes, Lord, speak, Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, somebody just respond. Somebody just reach out and touch the throne. Come on. said the Holy Ghost is here. I don't need to finish my message. Yes, Lord, right now, Lord, work in your people. He sees you, sir. He sees you, ma'am, where you're at in your battle in your walk. Is it worth it? Yes, it is worth it. Come on, that's it. Come on, plug in for a minute. If you haven't spoken tongues, speak in tongues. Come on. Let the Holy Ghost move. Oh, yes, Lord, have your way, God, in this service. Uh, You want to see the miraculous. You want to see the demonstration of your spirit. Uh, We need people to be sensitive to the voice of God. Uh, We need people, oh, God, that attune uh, what you're saying. Uh, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Uh, Hallelujah, hallelujah, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Uh. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh. Oh God, you are, mighty, uh. you are mighty. You are mighty, you are mighty, you uh. are mighty. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Uh. hallelujah, hallelujah. I wanna do something right here, baby. Grab the things, bring the bring the bag up. Brother Sparks, come up here real quick. Come right here. Sister Sparks, come on this side if you can. Hallelujah. I feel like when I was today in studying I needed to do this. Give her one wire and give him one wire. Now normally we do this with yarn, but we couldn't find any yarn today, so we're gonna and I'm gonna show you what we're gonna do. I'm going to wrap this up here in a few minutes. This thing is bigger than just me. It's bigger than just me and my wife. It's about the kingdom of God. It's about the kingdom of God. I want you to pick one person that you have trust in and faith in and you feel like you can trust. The other yarn there should be two. Should be one for her. Give to her this one. And you reach it out and give it to one person. Pick somebody, anybody. <laughs> it's all tangled up. We're it up. It's only 48 feet, so I think we have more than 48 people. But <laughs> my ways, barely. Go ahead and pick one person and just hand it to him. She has one herself. Darian, <laughs> <laughs> come on up. I want you to stand right over there and just take it. And then you pick one person. If you can get it untangled just, just give him one part give him the long Or you hold one part the short end and then you give him the long part pick one person you pick one person try to untangle it as much as you can try to come up like real close to it and then give it to somebody else somebody else you call somebody Darren you call somebody one person come on brother Burton come down Stand right. When you come down, just stand right there. And Normally, we throw this to him, but just hand it to them <laughs> You have yarn. can you pick somebody else. Hurry up! Hurry. up Let's do this. Hurry up! Hurry up! But the pick one person. Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Five, four, three, two. <laughs> hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up, buddy. Pick up. Pick one person. Hurry up! Hurry up! Pick up one person. Okay, let's head over that way. Let's go stand over there. Yeah, right there. You come over there, Brother Burton. Pick one. Hurry up! Hurry up! Come down now. You pick. When well, you pick one person on the way down, pick one person. Hurry up! As you come down, you might have seen this already. Okay. Yeah, you come right here. You pick one person. You pick one person. Hurry up! Hurry. Up. I'm gonna get about ten people. Hurry up! We're almost done. We're almost done. Two, four, five. Okay. Yep. Okay, hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Okay, give me five more people. Just come on down. Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up five people. Come on! Come on! Okay, church, you know, we got to be more LO active than this. <laughs> come on! But Lucas, come on down, buddy. Sister Novick, come on down. You've been in this church a long time. Sister Burton, come on down. Come on. Okay, we got what ten people now? Ten people. Okay. I want. Okay. Is it kind of tight on the rope? Spit out a little bit. Tighten it up a little bit. Hurry up! Hurry up! Mom, come on. Okay, you got it. Pick somebody. Okay. Get. Is there enough? Okay. Okay. Sister Sparks and Brother Sparks, I want you to walk this way. Keep hold that tight. Yeah, hold it tight. It's fine, it's fine, just hold it what you can. Holly, get right there then, just hold it right there, just walk. See what, okay, walk, brother, Spark that way. Keep it tight, though. Yeah, walk up the stairs if you can. Don't move, guys. Just walk a little bit, just keep it tight, walk a little bit more. Oh, you broke it. That's fine, that's fine, just walk right here. Okay, just hold it. Okay, babe, just walk with it. Okay, you notice what's happened right there? Brother Sparks walked, and it caused tension on the notice. And if I, okay, now everyone, when he pulls, just go with it, okay? Pull, walk with it. The one decision that he makes has now affected Darian, has affected all these people. Sister Sparks, go ahead and walk by a little bit. Walk the other way, go in the middle. Just walk, yeah, yeah. Start walking, just look. See, now her decision is affecting all these other people. Okay, stop. Now, Sister Novik, I want you to move. Just walk somewhere. Her decision and now is affecting these people the other way. No, no. Stop. You're good, Sister Novick, just move. But you see how she moved and affected these other people. Just as Brother Sparks made a decision to walk that way and to pull on it, sometimes there's resistance with people. But he's trying to lead people in the right way. And upon that one person's shoulders lie now all these people. This person tries to walk away, but she's tied to the rope. So mom, walk away a little bit. She's now pulling two people away because of her decisions. But they're all tied together. Just as Sister Sparks would move, or Sister Novick moved, cause these other people to move too. Don't tell me you're not important. You're all connected together. You are important in this church. I don't care what the devil tells you or other people say that you're not important. You are important in the eyes of God. And I'll even go one step further. You have a calling on your life every single one of you have a calling. Sister Gala, come down please. The whole church, come on down. Let's get room. There's enough, there's 48 feet. We broke one foot. Brother Sparks. Church, like he preached about deeper commitment, you're going to need your brothers and you're going to need your sisters in order to have that deeper commitment. They say, With people like with losing weight, my wife's reading this, the Daniel plan right now with the Daniel fast, with the one who came up with it, not come up with it, but kind of wrote a book about it. He noticed that people that have a group with them to lose weight, they lose double than a person by themselves. So if you have a commitment with one another, like Pastor talked about Sunday night, and you tell your brother there's accountability. When you start pulling away, they can help pull you back in. Because every one of us is important in the eyes of God. I want want a deeper commitment. Guess what? Go to the man of God, pastor. What can I do to get involved in the kingdom of God? I don't care if I I don't even want the preaching. Can I help teach a Bible study? Can I go to the nursing home? Can I can I make an errand for you? Can I lighten your load somehow? The ghost was moving just a minute ago. It was still moving right now because you're important in the eyes of God, sister. You're important in the eyes of God. You're important in the eyes of God. I can go to every one of you. You're important in the eyes of God. When you miss, you're felt. What the devil tries to do is trying to grab one and take them out of the fold. But guess what? That rope is tied, and so guess what? Now she's affecting her, and she's affecting this person. And if it's strong enough, that rope will continue to pull, pull, pull all the way till he feels it over there. I know we're really tight right now, but normally you spread out really far in the building, and that rope is tight, and you can feel it when somebody moves. We need to be caring and loving. Be thankful for your brother. Be thankful for this church. Oh, I'm thankful for this church. I'm I'm really thankful for my upbringing. I'm thankful for those other times Bishop preached. My wife gets tired and sick and tired of me hearing Bishop said this, Bishop said that, Bishop said this, Bishop said said that. Why? Because he he imparted things into me. Colossians 2, 6 says, what you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. We gotta become thankful for what you have, for what you have received. Pat, Bishop's getting older now. He's not as young as he used to be. Man, he still tears it up on Wednesday, Sunday mornings, doesn't he still? Still tell, calls it, calls it black, black, calls white, white. But guess what? As you look, go throughout the organization, you're gonna find that with the, not all churches, but some churches, they don't get the same teaching that we get. What does that make me do? More thankful for what I have received in the time I've been here. I'm thankful for what he imparted unto me. Because now I go and take that, what I've received, and spread it wherever I go. And I'm preaching in other churches. And guess what I'm preaching? What Bishop preached to me. Because now I take that rope that he has and I take it all the way with me to Mississippi. And people are being affected by what Pastor has done for me. And my family is now being affected. My wife is being affected. My children are being affected. Their friends are being affected. Because any if you come to my house on a Monday night, you're going to Bible study. I don't care if you're a visitor. I don't care if you're spending the night. I don't care. If you come to my house and eat at my dinner table, you're having a Bible study. <laughs> Why? Because of the influence of a man of God. Now they're getting influence from what I've been taught. I'm teaching them. From the word. I know this ain't the way I planned it. But when I was praying today in the spirit, the yarn thing, the spirit, that, that right there, this body is what's going to cause revival in this church and in this community. Look to the left and to the right. These people are what's going to cause revival. Look at it. God, is, he knows what we need. He knows what's here in the building, the potential that's in here. We don't need another great, awesome person to come to this church. We need it, yeah. We'll come, that's great. But guess what? You have awesome people in this church already. We have awesome people. I, when I come back, I love this church, man. I'll fight anybody that says even bad about it. You can talk bad about my pastor because God knows what He needs in this church. And he's instilled stuff in this church already. You, you know, you can teach a Bible study. Why um, the uh, American Youth Congress, they had two young guys up there. Man, I was eight, nine, P7, teaching Bible studies. People are getting the Holy Ghost in elementary schools. So don't tell me, oh, I'm too young. I can't be used of God. Yes, you can. Oh, I'm too old. No, you can, wherever you're at, you can be used of God. You're important in the eyes of God. So, the way I'm going to end this service or end this part of my the sermon, I want you to, you hold to that rope and I want you to pray for the one on your left and pray for the one on the right. Start praying, Lord, to prophesy over them. God bless them, God anoint them, God cause them to fall in love with the things of God. Lord there is miracles, signs and wonders uh, that's waiting to be happening right now Lord uh, even in our circle uh, people can get oh oh, Lord a touch in their body uh, even right now in this service, uh, in this prayer time uh, God people can receive a miracle, uh, people can receive that love uh, they've been looking for uh, oh God we are important in the eyes of God, uh, we are important in the eyes of God uh, you have called me, you have called me uh, you have qualified me uh, and you are sending me out uh, and God this body uh, you know everyone uh, you know what they're battling uh, you know what they're struggling with uh, and oh God uh, I pray strength into their minds uh, strength into their spirits uh, Lord let them be thankful uh, let them oh God uh, receive the word with meekness uh, the ingratitude word of God uh, and let it be mixed with faith uh, let it be oh God uh, something to be stirred up with him uh, oh God they're not uh, oh God just junk uh, they're not a mistake uh, they're not just by happen chance uh, but they're important in the eyes of God uh, we need everyone on board uh, for the revival uh, that God's going to give us uh, oh God uh, this church uh, would be filled with saints uh, they'd be sealed with sinners God to come and receive the wonderful gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh God, right now, Lord, touch the Lord, I pray. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. 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 If you need prayer, uh, if you need a healing in your body, uh, raise your hand. uh, Raise your hand. If you need a healing in your body, uh, if you need a healing in your body, look to your left, look to your right, uh, If somebody has their hand up. uh, Start praying a miracle into their body. uh, I don't need to lay my hands on them. uh, You got the Holy Ghost. uh, You got the power of God in you. uh, Start prophesying. uh, Start praying over their body. uh, God, you know the circumstance. uh, You know the sickness that is in the house. uh, you know the disease that are in the house but my God is greater my God is greater my God is greater than every sickness he's greater than every disease oh God I pray Lord healing into their body oh God healing into their body right now Lord you know the situation you know the pain but I rebuke it in the name of Jesus oh God let the healing virtue of God flow through in the name of Jesus Jesus, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, let the healing virtue of God uh, flow through. Uh, in the mighty name, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, we thank you. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, thank you for this church. Uh, thank you for the ministry. Uh, thank you for every person. Uh, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, thank you, oh God, uh, for the bishop uh, and Sister King. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Yes, that's it. Come on, step out. Let the Holy Ghost touch you. Uh, Come on, let the Holy Ghost renew you. Uh, Come on, be renewed in the spirit. Uh, Be renewed again. Uh, If you haven't spoken in tongues, uh, speak in tongues. Come on, Uh, let the Holy Ghost have its way. Uh, Come on, forget about the clock for a few minutes. Uh, And let the Holy Ghost have its way. Uh, Oh God, uh, you know what people are battling in their spirits uh, and in their minds. Uh, People are desiring a deeper commitment. Uh, And oh God, uh, you're desiring uh, to pour out your spirit uh, upon all flesh and God you're not a respecter of persons it's oh God for this gospel oh God it's good for the Jew and for the Greek and for the Samaritans it's good for everyone oh God this gospel is for everyone rich and poor it doesn't matter oh God all things all people are important in the eyes of God oh God tonight do a work in people's life that there be a stirring of the Holy Ghost, Lord, to desire more of you uh, to dig deeper into things of God, uh, to high, reach higher planes uh, in the things of God. Uh, oh, in the, of Jesus, uh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, uh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we were at a conference, uh, and it was a uh, uh, all things conference, uh, all things related to the Holy Ghost conference. Uh, and he got up and he said, uh, during the prayer time, he said, I know that it was an hour of prayer, and he started instructing us how to pray. And in that time, he was saying, I don't want you to pray in English. I want you to pray in the Spirit, pray in tongues. And at first, it was a little rusty at first. But he come on, let it flow. And it started getting more fluent. It started getting a little more fluent. It's like a muscle you work. At first, it gets sore and it gets hurt. But the more you work it, the more fluent it gets. And the stronger you can get more weight. That's the same thing with the Holy Ghost. The more you start speaking in tongues, the more you start getting in touch with God and the tune of this Spirit, the easier it gets to tap into that Spirit. I know on Wednesday nights, it's, it's, it's like, uh, oh, it's a Wednesday night, and I'm tired, I'm worried. It's the middle of the week. And I really I, I know they're going to sing a couple songs in the preaching. But you know guess what? God can still pour out His Spirit. Miracles can still happen. Baptisms can happen on Wednesday nights too, not just on Sundays. Amen, amen. I love this church. This is a bedrock When it was talking about in the Word. It says uh, in, in Matthew 16, it says, I will build my church upon this rock. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I was thinking about this church. This is a bedrock for this community, it's a tower, one of those light towers. And the light shines. You can see up to, I think some places you can see up to 20-something miles away that light. We were at a lighthouse. I think, where, I can't remember where we were at. One of these lighthouses, in, I think in Washington. I think it can reach up to 20 miles. They can see it from. Let this be a light. Always let that light shine. People come from all ways, all places. Let this place be a place of refuge. When they come in through those doors, let them feel the Holy Ghost. That this church is an apostolic church. We don't need that fluffy gospel. We got the truth. And the truth shall make them free. Hold to the doctrine. Hold to the truth. Love it. Buy it. And sell it not. Love this gospel. Love the word. Love prayer. That's what's going to change people, change things. They're going to see something about you. What is it? Let me tell you. Can we do a Bible study? It's that easy. You start sharing the love of God and what God has been doing in your life. How can I do this? How can I buy into this? It's because you're excited. Because you're full of thanksgiving. I love you guys. Pastor.
0: Why don't we lift our hands and thank the Lord for our service tonight. The move of God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, again tonight, Lord, for the word we've heard. For your presence, oh God, and for your spirit. Oh God, help us, Lord, I pray, to hear your word, Lord, tonight. God, binding us together, Lord, in unity with one mind and one accord and directing us, oh, Lord, from day to day. God is one body, Lord, and you being our head. I thank you, Lord, for every soul, God, that is in this church, every one, God, that you have entrusted, Lord, into the hands of this church. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Before I let you go, the first year we did our puzzle, if you remember, all of us being hooked together. Anybody remember the puzzle and the pieces you took? And then we had a missionary come through and had his little pieces of the puzzle. And then Brother Serrano's coming along. He used a little different illustration, but basically the same thing. We're all connected together. It's one big body. Amen. Thank you, Brother Serrano, for the word tonight. Thank you for coming. Appreciate it very, very much. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you guys all have a great Thanksgiving. And tomorrow, don't get so involved in all your food you forget about God. Amen. Amen. Make sure you remember you don't have anything that didn't come from God. Everything you have, folks, is the blessings of God. So maybe you shouldn't be in a real quick hurry here. Maybe you should just shake someone's hand and let them know you're glad to see them in the house of the Lord tonight. Love you guys. God bless you. Dismiss in Jesus' name.